All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's the One Health Podcast. It's another great week here. I'm your host, Tori Schmelzer, and I am a fitness enthusiast slash fitness entrepreneur. My goal each week is to share the knowledge I gather through meeting industry experts with as many people as I can. For those of you who are new to the show, each week we're going to bring on different experts in areas of health. So that could be mental health, physical health, professional health, spiritual health. Today we're talking about skincare and the things to look out for. Uh, we don't claim to be experts in any of these subjects. We just know the people who are, and we interview them for the greater good. Thanks again for everyone who has got on, subscribed to our podcast on that little purple podcast app on their phones. Everybody who's on Google Podcasts, Spotify, thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate it. Do us a favor, hop on, leave us a review. That really does help us in the rankings. Share this with your friends and family. Remember to go to OneHealthPodcast.com. Stay up to date on all of our latest news. Um, shout out to our sponsors of the show, EcoGym and Motivating You. Motivating You is giving away a free macro plan, which is a free food plan. So make sure you guys go on and check them out at shop.teammotivate, the letter N and the letter U.com. Um, EcoGym Worldwide. These guys are now offering a revolutionary group fitness class called Surge that's going to change the way you think about group fitness. They're doing that. They're doing red light therapy, hyperbaric therapy, tanning, meals, supplements, all that good stuff. So make sure you guys go on ecogymworldwide.com and check them out. Today on the show, we have Dina Cremont. Did I say that right? Cremont. Cremont. Yeah, you got it. I knew I was going to screw this up. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, Dina is a graphic designer and marketer with a passion for health and wellness. She's the co-founder of the online store, The Bathwell, a destination for all non-toxic plant-based bath and body care. Uh, anything else? Did I leave anything out? No, you got it. Perfect. Perfect. So I met Dina at a what do you call it a health fair student appreciation night at core power yoga yeah pop up yeah so core power yoga if you guys haven't been there yet you guys got to go check them out too but we are very good partner we've set up an excellent partnership with them and they're all about health and wellness so dina brought in samples of her products from the bath well um how many different products do you guys have Oh man, right now I would say we have 65 different products. We carry nine different brands. 65 different products. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's not only like stuff that you guys have created, it's like other brands too. Right. So we curate everything from other brands at this point. So kind of like a Sephora where you're going to go in and be able to shop different brands. The difference with Sephora versus our store is that we look at everything. We make sure the ingredients are non-toxic, plant-based, cruelty-free, and are good for you. So how did you personally get into this journey of like skincare, soaps, lotions, like all that good stuff? How did that start for you? I've always been really passionate about health and wellness and working out and eating healthy. And I never made a connection with the products I was using and the impact they had on my health. I would say about like three and a half, four years ago, I found out about this app called Think Dirty. And you can go on there and put your products in or scan them, and it'll give you a, a ranking from zero to 10, 10 being the most toxic. And I thought I was using pretty good products. Um, I'd buy a mix of things at different places. Certain things look like they had like eco branding or green branding, and I thought, okay, these are things that are good for me. I was like, oh, I thought I was conscious about what I was using. And then I put my stuff into this app 
and the scores were like eight, nine, ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What What is going on here? And I started, that kind of just set me off. And I was looking at the scores that came back for these products and certain things were associated with um, being carcinogens or hormone disruptors, having birth defects. And I'm like, I've been using these products. There's no warning label. What's going on? And that kind of set me on this journey of educating myself and following different influencers and reading different resources and figuring out what are in our products and what kind of impact could this have on my health? Interesting, interesting. So you were doing marketing before Mm -hmm. you got started in this company, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So you're doing that. So that app really is what kind of woke you up. It definitely woke me up. I... I, so what's that called again? It's called Think Dirty. Think Dirty. I'm in no way associated with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not like a sponsor of it, but yeah, yeah. I always encourage people to just check it out. Just be curious about what you're using and look up one or two things and see where they rank. I always like to use stuff that's like a zero to three. Okay. Um, it's not like a one, st- nothing's like a one-stop shop for anything. Even with them, there's still, you know, some ingredients that they might not have data on or there might be some holes here and there. So, you, that, But that's a perfect starting point, especially for someone who's never really uh, tapped into what's in their products and their ingredients. Okay. So I guess that, that leads us perfectly into my next question, which is I buy things. I'm, so I'm a male. I'm Females might be a little bit different, but I buy things because they smell really good. Yeah. And... <laughs> I don't pay any attention to what's on that label. Yeah. I could care less. As long as it smells really good uh, and my girlfriend's happy with it, I'm okay. So what are some <laughs> things that, what are some specific chemicals that like we need to look out for? Um, well, you led me into one of my favorite topics, which is fragrance. And that I think is like the most controversial ingredient and it's one that makes me a little bit like angry at the um, at different companies because so basically with fragrance whether it's in a cologne or a body wash or lotion it's listed on a label as fragrance and that's like their secret formula for how a product gets its scent and in the U.S. there's no regulation over fragrance because it's a trade secret companies don't even have to disclose anything that's in their fragrance so. What happens there is because companies don't have to disclose of it, that one word on a label can mean 10,000 different chemicals, Wow! which is crazy. Most people don't realize this. And there's such a lack of transparency. So we just think, oh, you know, this smells great, but there's no way for us to know what's in that fragrance. So one thing I always tell people to do is just start with a couple ingredients and Maybe you don't care. It's a, it's a spectrum, right? Like I'm probably more strict with what I use. Some people, you might be in the middle. But if you pick one or two things that uh, you want to look for on a label, start there. And so start maybe with fragrance and see it's, a, it's in everything. Once you start paying attention to it, you can't escape it. And so um, like with the brands we have on our site or other brands that I shop, I look for ones that where they say uh, fragrance with Uh, plant-based ingredients or essential oils and things really still smell good Um, I co-founded the site with my husband and so he tests out products too and so um, there's options for men and women that still smell good but don't have this ambiguous fragrance in it where we don't know what it is 
that, uh, like I said, that's terrifying. I let off with, I just buy it because it smells good. Right. So <laughs> do you think a lot of that, <clears throat> do you think a lot of those chemicals are causing some stuff like skin cancer and stuff like that? Yeah, Possibly? I think, yeah, I think it's possible. Um, you know, I'm not a medical expert well, or yeah. chemist and all that kind of stuff. I'll give my little disclaimer, but there are different studies out there that have been done by different organizations. Um, there's this one organization called the Environmental Working Group. They're similar to the Think Dirty app uh, where you can look up products, you can look up individual ingredients, and they'll tell you what studies have been done and what they could be associated with. So there's a lot of buzzwords that companies use on labels, like paraben-free, phthalate-free, um, all that kind of stuff. And so parabens and phthalates are um, in products. Phthalates are in a lot of fragrances, and they've been associated with um, being carcinogens, disrupting hormones, causing birth defects. And so it's some scary stuff. I never try to like scare people yeah. into what they're using, but just kind of, you know, it's hard to make an informed decision when you don't know what's in a product. So I always try to like encourage people to like just start doing some research and start looking up a few different ingredients here and there. And I think that will help um, encourage you or others to just kind of be a little bit more cautious before buying something yeah so do you guys you guys carry from the sounds of it 65 different products you carry pretty much everything when it comes to skincare right so we, we focus on bath and body so and everything body. Okay. like lotion body wash scrub and that came from i also love makeup and skincare and all that kind of stuff too but the reason i like to focus on bath and body is because you know your skin is your biggest organ and what you're putting on your skin is being absorbed into your body. Um, and so when it comes to body products, those are going over the largest surface area of your body, you know, your lotion, your body wash, your deodorant, all that kind of stuff. And some things you reapply throughout the day. So our philosophy is if you're going to switch your products and try to decrease the toxins that you're exposing your body to start with those products and then go from there. So when something says it has, uh, let's take lotion, for example. Mm -hmm. It's the winter. Me, personally, my skin dries out so bad in the winter. I literally switch body washes to things that say they have more moisturizer in them. Lotion specifically. Is it is it necessary to apply this stuff like seven times a day? Is that the sign of like a cheaper product? That's a good or, question. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't have to apply it so many times a day. With lotion, especially with my hands, I, what I used to find when I worked in an office and I'd be using the soap that was at the office to wash my hands all day, that soap had a lot of really harsh um, sulfates, which are like the, the foaming agents, and those really strip your skin and dry out your skin. And so then I would find that I'd have to put on more lotion throughout the day. So it's kind of a combo of both. If you're using like a good quality body wash that's plant-based ingredients, so like moisturizers, like you know, olive oil or shea or all that kinds of stuff, you shouldn't have to be reapplying stuff throughout the day. Okay. That was my question. So, like, it's it's winter here in the Midwest. What should I, what kind of body wash should I be getting? Like, you just named a couple ingredients yeah. that were in there. Is Should I switch to one with more moisturizer or? Yeah, you could. Okay. Or you can use, like, the same thing all year round. We have a couple on the site where I always say, like, if you're looking for something hydrating, 
um, and you look at the label on a product, look at the first couple ingredients because that's going to tell you really how hydrating it's going to be. If water's the first ingredient, it might not be so hydrating, but we have some where aloe juice is the first ingredient or different mix of organic oils. That kind of stuff is going to really hydrate your skin. Uh, so same thing with my scalp too. So super dry in the winter. Um, is it necessary to have... I've heard from some hairstylists friends of mine that this two-in-one stuff yeah. doesn't work because they're kind of fighting each other the shampoo is trying to wash your hair and the conditioner is trying to condition it but the shampoo is washing the moisturizer out is that true too as well do you guys carry we don't carry shampoos shampoo? no. um but hair care is a tough category because there are some good options out there but i would say honestly the same thing as like soap or body wash um i try to look for stuff where there's no sulfates. There's not like those extra foaming agents. So like it takes some getting used to sometimes when you switch your products, especially shampoo, mm -hmm. because when you go from something um, that has a lot of fillers and things that make it foam a lot, those things, while it's like nice to get that feeling on your hair and your body, it's actually not helping your scalp get moisturized or your body get clean. Um, so if you if you eliminate those kinds of ingredients, you might it might take a little bit longer to wash your hair because it's not as foamy, but the ingredients are actually going to hydrate your scalp more, hydrate your body more. Okay, um, I've also heard, and I don't know if you can debunk this rumor at all, but I've heard it's actually not healthy to like. I know some people that shower twice a day. Yeah, it's not healthy to like do that to wash away the natural oils of your skin. Is there any truth to that? I think there is truth to that. Um, I think that our bodies are meant to, it's like, uh, it's similar to like deodorant almost like people use, uh, antiperspirant and it stops them from sweating, but like our bodies are meant to sweat. So it's, it's similar to that, like with sh like overwashing and over showering, um, your skin. I definitely notice it more with like my face. Like if I overwash my face, my skin breaks out, it gets dry. Um, so I think just like using products that don't have those harsh uh foaming agents and not over hide like not over washing your skin um is something because your body's meant to have like a certain amount of oil on it and it kind of balances out and uh i think by overwashing it's like kind of disrupting what it's supposed to do okay yeah i've always wondered that because you hear conflicting things from people yeah uh, and again, it's one of those things like you don't want to be the stinky kid in class. No, you know? <laughs> no. And there's some people, you know, as I said, like this is a spectrum too. Like I'm not as far on one end where like some people only, you know, shower or wash their hair like once a week. Like it's all about what works for you. Some sort of balance. Got it. Balance is key. In <laughs> yeah. And ev everything really. Yeah. Um, what other products, what are your guys' like best sellers? What are people like going nuts for right now? We have this one line that... Um, people really like and it's based and so it's based in Canada and they own they started out as an organic juice bar and so they make juice and then they take the pulp from the juice and they infuse it in this line of body products like lotions and body wash mm. and so it's like this juice infused skincare and so it has all these extra nutrients into it and like why waste, you know, it's like a no waste thing too, where they're not wasting this pulp and they're actually infusing it back into products. And like, it goes back to the whole idea that like your body absorbs what you put on it. So why just, you know, 
drink this juice, you should also use the benefits um, and the nutrients from the fruits and vegetables and apply it to your skin. So that's something that's really unique. And so that's a brand that uh, I think people are really drawn to. People, when we were at Core Power Yoga, they were looking at you guys as bath bombs. Yes. What do those do? What do those do? So they foam up in the tub. And so our conventional bath bombs, I would say, are really heavy in like uh, artificial colors and scents. Ours are all natural plant-based colors and essential oils and they foam up in the bath people are obsessed with them um and (laughs) so it's like kind of like a little bubble bath but then it also releases ingredients that are going to hydrate your skin or things like epsom salt which are really good like post-workout if your muscles are really sore because it helps with muscle recovery so it's kind of a win-win it's like a little bubble bath but also some health benefits and skin benefits too the Epsom, I did not realize that for the post-workout. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I've never told it. Wow. Okay. That was a good little gem right yeah. there. That was good. Awesome. Um, essential oils are huge right now. Yeah. I feel like it's like the new thing. Yes. So we have some essential oils. We have oil diffusers here at the club. I just put them up because they smell fantastic. Yeah. And I don't want this place to smell like a dirty gym sack. <laughs> and they really do work. Like yeah. We only have them in two spots and the, it, they really, really work. What is, what are some of the benefits of putting these oils on your skin? I've heard, you, you know, you see videos on Facebook and stuff like that. Where yeah. Like, oh my God, it burned my skin and this and that. Yeah. What, what are some of the benefits to putting these oils on? So depending on the type of oil and the type of plant that is used to make the oil. Um, there could be all different types of benefits. Like I use this one roll-on and it has a few different essential oils mixed together um, and I put it on before bed and it's supposed to help calm and um, calm you down and help you sleep better. Is it, la- is it lavender? It has lavender okay. in it, yeah. Okay. So different, I'm like not by any means like an essential oils expert. There are some people out there who are, who can tell you like, oh, this does this, this will help with digestion, this will help with headaches. There are um, a lot of companies that specialize in that. Uh, I think there is a lot of misinformation out there about essential oils. I mean, they are very powerful ingredients. I mean, I think they tell pregnant women to avoid using essential oils because certain things can interact with your body and be too strong um, in that case. But it's like with anything else where not all essential oils are created equal. So they're made through all different types of processes. Some they use, like they steam the plants. Some they they come into contact with other chemicals and that's how they extract them. So it's like with any, you could go down a rabbit hole of like learning about them and the process for how they're made. Um, That's what I was going to ask you. Where do they come from? Yeah. So they basically take a plant, so like rose essential oil, for example. So they'll take rose and it could be extracted in a few different processes. So like one, they could steam distill it, and then they basically take the oil that's left from that process, and that's the essential oil. Um, Sometimes it comes to contact, like they take the plant and they use a chemical. I can't can't think of what it is, but they use some sort of chemical to extract the essential oils. So depending on how it's made, if it's like an organic rose or how it's processed, it could have different strengths, different... um, kind of like sub ingredients involved so it's definitely something that um is worth looking into because it is like they do provide uh natural remedies for different things but like with anything else it's good to do your research and see where they're coming from why do you think they've gotten so big in the past 
I don't, I don't know. To me personally, I think I've seen them more and more and more the past like five years. Yeah, for sure. Is, is it just like an education thing? Like the public's kind of like, oh, now we're learning about it. Is that, is that what it was? I think or? maybe. I think it's kind of like with anything else where people are looking for more like holistic, natural ways to treat things, um, to incorporate different practices into their lives. I mean, even with like organic food, like if you went to the grocery store five or six years ago, there was organic food, but maybe the section was a lot smaller than it is now. So I think people are just looking for easy ways to incorporate healthy things into their lives. And I think that's one of them. And now I would say like essential oils have boomed so much lately. And now it's like um, cannabis products, like even in body care, like CBD, um, body lotion and all those kinds of stuff are just popping up all over the place. And it just goes back to the fact that like, People don't always make the connection between what they put on their bodies and the effect it has on them, but then they'll buy an essential oil or like a CBD product knowing that it's going to have some sort of impact on their mood, on their, Mm -hmm. you know, some sort of ailment they're having. So it's all connected. I think that you hit the nail on the head there. I think we're kind of sick and we're starting to get wise to all these chemicals that are in these products and hey something's wrong here and it's almost like they're kind of being taken advantage of so it feels right. it feels good to find a product that has some natural ingredients to it we, we were talking about it with uh, the other day with like cancer and stuff like that and how some people think it's a racket and just to get money and like they're not going to find a cure so people are turning to these more holistic approaches and a lot of them are working for people yeah and uh, with the food thing too i had a nutritionist on and we were talking about how why is this section of the grocery store the most expensive section and how we can we need to shift that paradigm we need to flip it on its head right so i think what you guys are doing with your company same type of thing right um you're trying to change just i think a lot of it is education for people um and like before you came on right now, like I said, I knew nothing about this stuff. So stuff like this, getting the word out on the podcast, I think is really good for education Yeah. with stuff like this. Uh, so what do you guys look for? You've partnered with all these different companies. What are like some specific things that you will not budge on that are like not negotiable? This company has to do X, Y, Z for us to partner and carry their products. Yeah. Um, so they have to be cruelty free. And there's a lot of, like, misinformation about what it means to be cruelty-free. They can't test their ingredients on animals. They can't supply any of their ingredients from places that test on animals. Um, So that's something that is really important to us because it's just not necessary. There's no reason that companies have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, We also – there's certain ingredients that we will not budge on. Fragrance, synthetic – Synthetically derived fragrance is one of those. So if they won't disclose to us what's in their fragrance and ensure us that it's from essential oils or from plants or vegetables, we will not carry it. Um, there's a, if there's any ingredient that is associated with a known risk, so like if I plug it in online and I look at a bunch of different sources and resources out there and I see, oh, this has been linked in this study to cancer, or this has been linked to possible birth defects, even if it's not even if there haven't haven't been like a ton of studies done, if there's any sort of indication that the ingredient's risky, I'd rather not use it. Um, and then we also look for brands that have, you know, they really are passionate about their products. They love what they do. They kind of are on the same page with us is that it's not just about, you know, selling body care. We really 
like to talk to people about what they're using and just opening their eyes to what's out there. And so it's great to be working with these kind of like indie brands where they're really passionate. Maybe they were sick or someone else was sick and that kind of triggered them to start this company. And so we love supporting those small brands because especially in the cosmetics industry, what's really shocking is that most cosmetic brands are owned by seven parent companies in the U.S. It's like P&G, Unilever, L'Oreal. They own almost everything. Wow. And so it's really nice to get these small brands that are on the same page with us and have the same mission that we do and be able to support their businesses too. It, it's great because it, it's it's got to be defeating sometimes trying to go up against these big companies yeah. like that to try to, uh, you know, fight for shelf space and stuff like that. Um, are you guys strictly e-commerce? Are you strictly yeah, online? We're okay. strictly e-commerce. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's got to be tough from a branding standpoint to get the word out there because they're dumping millions of dollars in advertising oh, yeah. out there. And again, it's just that's all this noise and people can't see past that because that's all they see. Yeah. They're, they're front of mind. They go to the grocery store. They get the best shelf space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at Walgreens or any of these other stores. You know? Yeah. And if you go to Walgreens, Target, any store and you look at the body care aisle, you look at the shampoo aisle and you really start looking at ingredients, you'll see that there's maybe like one or two brands that you should really be using. And that's crazy because these smaller brands, like you're saying, they don't have the budgets. They don't have the salespeople. They're not able to get in stores the same way that these other companies are. But what's interesting is um, the past couple of years, especially what I've seen is that companies like P&G, uh, Unilever, L'Oreal, they'll buy these small indie companies mm. and then they'll distribute them in the stores, which has good aspects, but also negative aspects because sometimes they'll actually change the formulas of the products once they own them because they want to have bigger margins. So they're going to yeah. swap out a few ingredients here and there. So that's when you know that people are really um, making strong statements with their purchases because now these big companies are starting to purchase these smaller brands or make more natural um, products available. So, what was the what was the toughest part of getting this thing uh, to market for you guys? I think um, just finding a mix. Initially, it was just finding a mix of products that we really believed in, and also. Our goal is to make things accessible to men and women and find different scents that appeal to both and also accessible in terms of price point because uh, in this industry, it's kind of like this little niche industry, it's like green or clean beauty industry. There's a lot of like bigger retailers popping up that I would say focus mostly on skincare or makeup and they're really luxury. So a lot of time, so we didn't want to we wanted to do something a little bit different. And so just finding those brands and finding things that fit with our mission and our qualifications, I think took the most time when we were starting everything up. Gotcha. Um, as far as advice goes, I always like to ask people for a couple pieces of advice yeah. to kind of wrap up. If you had to give two pieces of solid advice that we can take with us when it comes to making an educated purchasing decision mm -hmm. or just daily routines of what we're putting on our skin? What should we be doing? I think um, one thing I always tell people is to start out small and gradual. So if you know that your body wash is running out, 
start researching different body washes. Don't purge everything at once. I did that and that was a really bad decision. <laughs> and I always tell people not to do that. Take one product as a time at a time and kind of become an expert in that product and start replacing things as you go because you don't have to be perfect. There's no like wrong way to do this, but you don't have to change everything overnight, but just start making gradual small changes. And then I would say start familiarizing yourself with different resources out there like Think Dirty, the Environmental Working Group. Um, there's this great documentary that just came out on Netflix called Stink, and it's all about fragrance. So okay. I always tell people to watch documentaries and just start thinking about things before you purchase them. Don't just pick it up at the store. Maybe you know look at a couple resources before you're making that purchase. I love that. That's awesome. No, those are really, really good. Um, As far as uh, if people want to find out more about you or the Bathwell, where can they go to do that? Yeah, uh, head on over to our site. It's just www.thebathwell.com. And info at the Bathwell is my email. You can send me questions, even if it's not bath related, if it's any kind of product. I love to talk about this stuff and I just like to spread the word and um, talk to people about different products or ingredients and find different research out there. So you can always hit me up and I'm happy to chat. And one more question. Sorry. <laughs> I t I'm really interested in this part. As far as price point goes, you touched on that. Yeah. Um, organic, again, with food always seems to be way more expensive. Is it the same way with these products too? Um, in general, my general answer is yes. But there are products where uh, you can find something pretty comparable. Like if you've been, we have some uh, bar soaps or body washes that are under, you know, 8 to $10. And so you can find easy swaps initially. That's we're trying to get more of those products and those price points because I think that's what makes it easier for people to make the switch. Uh, if you're used to buying body wash for $5, you might not go want to spend $15, $20. So there are options out there. Okay. Um, but again, because the ingredients are a little bit more quality and they're sourced differently, you can expect to spend at least a few more dollars for each product. And I tell people it's it's worth it. You know, same yeah. thing Same thing here in our industry. Um, you know, pay a little bit more for uh, that trainer that has some more qualifications, that has more years of experience. Um, and, and in your guys' case, it's like, why would you not want to spend a couple extra dollars right. to ensure that you're not putting these terrible things right. into your body? Like right. It's like an investment in your health and it's preventative the same way. Yeah. Working out, eating healthy, certain things might cost a little bit more, but it's helping your body. So down the road, maybe you don't have to deal with certain health issues. I heard a saying a while back and it goes, what would it cost you not to make these healthy decisions? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the end, it might cost you years of, I don't want to be like morbid or anything, but years of your life. It might cost you time with your kids or your loved ones. So that's one of those things. It's like invest in it now right. if, if you can. You know, there's there's obviously obviously a tipping point, but invest in these things. Invest in it now so you don't have to invest more in it Down later. the road, yeah. Really. Exactly. That's so true. Uh, well, hey, thanks for being on. Thank you for having I, I me. I really appreciate you coming on. We're going to go ahead. We'll link up your website in uh, the Facebook post, Instagram post, all that good stuff so people will be able to check you out. Um, I'm sure you'll get some messages from people asking questions too. Um, yeah, 
another shout out to our sponsors. Uh, we really appreciate what uh, Motivate You has done for our show as well as Eco Gym. These guys have been essential. So we want to definitely thank them again. Uh, until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs>